Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Do you get anxious or envious when you hear about your colleague's fabulous vacation? Are you constantly over committing to things? Or maybe you get off social media feeling just depressed and anxious? Well, you, my friend, are likely suffering from FOMO, the fear of missing out. Today, I'm going to show you how it's really not your fault that you're on the FOMO train. Your, your brain made you do it. And my top ways to get off that train and start living a peaceful, satisfied life just as you are. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Well, welcome back. So happy to have you here. It's Abby. Well, you know, it's me because, you know, you're listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. And I do want to give a shout out that uh, once again, one of my fabulous listeners wrote in and asked for this topic. And it's a great topic. Uh, and it's not just for young people, by the way. Uh, so, you know, whoever, whoever's out there listening, keep listening because this is really for everybody. And I'm really feeling, how am I feeling today? I was noticing that I was feeling still a little anxious with the pandemic and everything that's going on, um, even though I've been vaccinated, uh, lucky me, and uh, you know, many people I know of are getting vaccinated, it's still feeling stressful out there, right? It's just still feeling really stressful. So I was noticing it. 
Uh, I actually put that in my newsletter this week. I did a teach on why it's still so stressful because usually when I'm noticing things about myself, I figure, hey, I bet everybody else wants to know about this. Uh, And if you, by the way, if you haven't yet, you should subscribe to my newsletter. If you have not subscribed to my newsletter, I don't know why not. It's so much fun. Uh, Weekly, I you know, I share stories about my life in there, but I also do like this particular one where I just do a a teach. But even when I share stories about my life, it's always with an end of what the lesson is or what I've learned. And, And really the newsletter is meant to give you a once a week, um, boost, like, you know, little, like quick, way to feel good, a check in with yourself, uh, keeping yourself in line. So, um, you can, you know, I'll link to, uh, how to sign up for my newsletter in the show notes, but you could also just go to the website, abbymedcalf.com. It's, uh, right there on the first page and you get a, uh, free communication toolkit for couples also, uh, as part of that, if you want it and there's, it's just, it's all over my website where to sign up for the newsletter. So, um, I'm sure if you searched Abby Metcalf newsletter, you'd probably come up with it too, a direct link. So there you go. Sorry, I'm rambling now. So let's get to it now. So FOMO or the fear of missing out is basically your worry and anxiety that other people are doing something that either you should be doing or that it's better than what you are doing or something like that. So, and in fact, the research shows that you can still feel like you're missing out, even if what you're doing in the moment is interesting and fun. I know it's crazy. So, but let's talk about the signs of FOMO because I was you know me, I always do a lot of research on when I'm writing up these podcasts. And uh, I was shocked at how much I don't really think of myself as having FOMO. Um, but I, I kind of have a little who knew. <laughs> so when I saw the signs of it and things I do. So let's talk about those. So one, uh, which can tend to be me is over committing. If you're over committing to things, makes sense, right? It's because you don't want to miss out. You're going, oh yeah, that, 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 that. I want, I want to be in all the things. So if you notice that you're over committing, uh, you might have FOMO, or the converse is not committing at all because you're waiting for the next, you know, a, a better thing is going to come along. I don't want to commit, or you commit at the very last minute to something because you want to make sure it's the best of all the opportunities. Uh, r- you know, obviously ruminating over something you missed doing. Uh, feeling or feeling regret about how you've spent your time, especially if you're seeing what other people are doing on social media and you're thinking, oh, I should have gone to that. I should have done that. You know, this like regret or I should have gone to school or I should have gotten in shape when I was 20 or whatever. Feeling depressed when you think you've missed out on something or something better than what you're doing. You know, we're not supposed to feel depressed when that happens Uh, or feeling highly anxious when you notice that. focusing on not just being happy, but being happier than someone else. That is very much FOMO. Uh, When you see or hear about what someone else is doing and you start feeling um, anxious or excluded, envious, you might even have some self-loathing when you see that, that definitely signs. Um, And the last one would be feeling regret before something even happens. You're already regretting it before it's even here. So FOMO shows up in all those ways. Um, and, and really, I think the next question is, well, what's the big deal? Who cares? Well, 
studies show that foam, and again, I link to all this in the show notes if you want all these studies. Uh, I, I promise it's all, there's a ton of research out there. Uh, but the studies show that FOMO is associated with a ton of negative outcomes. So, so anxiety, like I mentioned, depression, or if you already have those, making it worse, exacerbating those uh, mental states. It's associated with stress, fatigue, problem with sleep, and even self-harming behaviors. So hello, it's really, uh, you know, it's it, obviously it's really not a good thing to be doing and it doesn't feel good at the end of the day. So I'm going to teach you what, what to do about it. But first I want to really quickly just say why you do it. And because yes, your brain is making you do it. And you, you need to understand that to really move forward because you're going to have to push yourself because your brain is going to keep you here. Uh, it, and really FOMO is really, the fear of missing out is a psychological reaction. And there are really three main reasons it happens. One is that you're loss averse. Uh, in fact, you're so, so loss averse that the pain of losing is psychologically about twice as powerful as the pleasure of gaining. Yeah, I know, let that sink in. So you're more willing to take risks to avoid a loss than to make a gain. That's really how that goes. And uh, Nobel Prize winner, Daniel Kahneman, if you haven't read his stuff, run and do that. Um, uh, Learning Fast and Slow. And anyway, he's got, uh, he's amazing. And, uh, but he won the Nobel Prize for this idea. He did this work with a man named Amos Tversky, who died before the Nobel was given. So likely would have been a Nobel recipient also. But he pioneered the whole concept of loss aversion, which is basically, again, how we'll do anything to avoid a loss, even something stupid or dishonest. And uh, so I'm, I'm saying this because, yeah, Nobel Prizes, as you might imagine, are not given away easily. So this is a really big piece of our brains, very, very big. And uh, you can also, though, use this to your advantage, believe it or not. And there's a really great website. Um, I'll link to it again in the show notes. It's called Stick, S-T-I-C-K-K, so it's two Ks. And they sort of use this research to help, you know, this idea, this this concept to help you stick to your goals and, and commitments, like whatever you're wanting to do. So basically on the website, you sign up and you make a commitment contract with yourself to do something like, let's say it's to stop smoking. And then, uh, and there's a bunch of ways they do this, but one of my favorites and very, very, very effective is you give them, let's say $500 or some amount of money and a timetable. I'm going to quit smoking um, and I will still not be smoking in six months. And here is my thousand, you know, and the more money you give them, the more likely you are to stick to this. Here's my thousand dollars. Here's my $500, whatever. And in the end, if you haven't quit, you lose that 500 bucks or whatever that money was. It And it works, believe it or not, way better than if something where you would get $500 in three months. So someone says, hey, if you quit smoking, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. A lot of times we we do that. We, we tell people we're going to give them something later if they do this thing that's yucky, <laughs> you know, giving up sugar, stop smoking, not drinking, whatever. And the problem is that's not really how our brains work because we're so loss averse. So I don't want to lose my Oreo cookies, you know, because they might be this thing in the future. So instead, it's good if you, you know, were to hand someone money and 
say, don't give that back to me if I've eaten Oreos in the next three months kind of thing. It's much, you will absolutely stick to things more. So anyway, that's how much that works. The second reason that you are just driven to FOMO is your, basically your brain is wired to look out for new information. Your brain loves new. It likes knowing about anything new immediately. And obviously this is linked to our time on earth millions of years ago when we'd need to know anything new that was happening as soon as possible. So we didn't die. That again, old hardwiring. Uh, another tribe coming to kill us, you know, better know ASAP, right? Better know right now. And anything that was happening when we had that information, the more information you had, the more power you had, the more, uh, again, survival uh, likelihood you had. So, and and we're also wired to learn as another, it's a biological imperative, right? For continuation of the species. So, newness, anything new, you know, we like to learn and we like, we need to know information to survive or we, we call psychologists call novelty. Usually, uh, it causes a number of brain systems to become activated. So doing something new will activate these systems and the biggie being the dopamine system, which is, uh, I've talked about dopamine before. It's a neurotransmitter that makes us feel pleasure and motivation among a lot of other things. So when you have a new experience or get new information, that reward system is activated and floods your brain with dopamine. I know. So it feels good. And uh, now our poor brains never knew there'd be something like a smartphone in, in its future, which is literally the most powerful novelty generating device on the planet. And it's right in your pocket all day long. It is drawing you. So every time you hear a notification ding or you feel that vibration, it's wiring more and more firmly into your brain the impulse to pick up your phone and look for whatever new important information is there. And of course, it's almost never important information. Uh, <laughs> so, right, the vast majority of the information you're going to get is not related to your survival. Uh, I might argue that knowing about a sale on shoes is related to my survival, but uh, I'm afraid no medical doctor would likely back me up on that. But anyway, uh, so so you're because you're sort of hardwired this way, FOMO, you know, look the, this missing out, you're looking for all these opportunities all the time. Your 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 brain is wired that way. And then the third thing really that comes up a lot is that there's just too many choices. Our brains are not geared for this many choices. And so yeah, you you know, choices are good obviously, but there's a sweet spot for the number of choices before you feel overwhelmed. And if you've ever, uh, think about this, if you hike for an hour in the woods or you spent an hour shopping at a mall, you are much more drained after the hour in of sh shopping for clothes, let's say, than you would be uh, going for an hour hike outside because of all the choices. You don't have many choices when you're on a hike, really. Uh, and you have a lot in the store. And there's a great book, um, one of my favorites, it's called The Paradox of Choice, Why More is Less. That's uh, Barry Schwartz. He's a psychologist. He wrote that a while ago, but he has a great quote. He says, you know, learning to choose is hard. L learning to choose well is harder. 
And learning to choose well in a world of unlimited possibilities is harder still, perhaps too hard. And I might not be quoting him directly, but it was something like that. And get that. So there's just so much, there's so many things. It's very hard to decide. And we end up in that kind of, oh, I, oh gosh, I missed out. And ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One of the things I, you know, get do, have gotten asked and do get asked uh, or the assumptions that get made is that not everyone gets FOMO. And again, it's true. Not everybody does, but the vast majority of people do worldwide. I was looking at, uh, like Australia is always very, um, hi, hi my Australia people, uh, <laughs> uh, is always very similar to the US, which is really interesting to me um, in the outcomes and uh, different countries though, it, it's, it's been studied a lot. So I, I really tried to go deep with the research and the simple answer is that yes, everybody gets FOMO across the world, across generations, across it all, um, in, in some form of another, in some form, because again, just the way this, you know, everyone, no matter what country you're in, your brain is wired this way. Uh, so, but, and, and I, well, I'll even say this, there's been studies that have tested against different personality types, different temperaments, you know, the kind of how you're born, the temperament you're born with. And they found that, again, FOMO is pretty universal. So, and, but what, you know, a lot of stuff I read, it's always associated with younger people. Uh, it seemed, you know, people seem to think there wasn't FOMO before social media. Of course there was. In in my day, it's funny, they used to say you have to keep up with the Joneses. Um, that was a thing here in the United States, keep up with the Joneses. Uh, meaning, you know, do what this like generic family is doing. You got to be doing that. That's where the title for keeping up with the Kardashians came from, um, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. So a lot of people don't know that. Ha ha. Anyway, now you do. Uh, and so that was, you know, I'm talking about the 60s, 70s. That was a very popular 50s. That was a very popular thing. So FOMO has been around a long time is what I'm trying to say. Um, but the, but there's some really new research I was looking at, which was a, a large scale study done in just last August. So less than a year ago, August of 2020. And it showed FOMO across age groups. So again, it's usually associated with these younger ages of like 18 to 35. Uh, it's funny, like, how, what young feels like to me now that I'm older, uh, 35, I'm like, oh, that was so long ago. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and 
Previous, and I will say overall, studies show that FOMO does decrease with age. The the older you get, the less FOMO there is. Um, and but it really is across age groups. And it was, and here's what's important, and it's going to get into my tips. There were three things that are highly associated with FOMO. So three things that are highly associated, regardless of age. So regardless, and they were low self esteem low self-compassion and loneliness. Uh, And this was particularly true for people who were also engaged in greater um, social media activity. So if if you have low self-esteem, low self-compassion and you're lonely, and you really are on social media a lot, uh, meaning over uh, 30 minutes a day, um, and 30 minutes seems like a lot to me to be on social media each day. I'm not a big social media fan, but uh, but I think for a lot of people, that's nothing. So over 30 minutes is the kind of cutoff point is then it's it's really problematic. FOMO becomes a real, real problem. So let's talk about how to fix it, right? You know me, I'm never going to leave you without tips for how to fix it. And these are again, all from the research. So it's not just me making stuff up. And these are things, oh, as always, I've used with my clients uh, for years to be very effective. So I got four tips for you. We're going to go over them quickly. Uh, here we go. So tip number one is you got to work on yourself. So first and foremost, you've got to address these your negative self-perceptions. That means you've got to work on your low self-esteem and the fact that you're not very nice to yourself, you're not very self-compassionate. You've got to work on those two things. And I do have podcasts, I'll link to them in the show notes on self-esteem, building self-esteem and confidence. I have another one on self-compassion. There's uh, self-compassion. The queen of that is uh, Kristen Neff, which I think is just selfcompassion.org. She has tons of stuff there. I quote her a lot in my uh, in my podcast, and there's links to her stuff in my podcast if you want to listen to that. And you know me, I always have tips, so all sort of brought together in one little package for you. But you you can't get past the FOMO without really looking at that. What why am I not feeling good about myself? Where's that from? So you got to do it. So get a therapist. Um, you know, join a support group, do what you got to do. Listen, start listening to my podcast. If you can't think of anything else to do to start, you can do a lot of home study on raising self-esteem and, uh, you know, your self-compassion and starting to practice those things. And as a matter of fact, um, I'm going to give you, so I have a loving kindness meditation which, and I've talked about the research in previous episodes very recently, so I'm not going to go over it here, but the research is robust and amazing for just doing a loving kindness meditation every day. Uh, it, it, uh, the meditation I did takes 10 minutes and it's it's a meditation, but it's really a guided visualization is really what it is. So even if you don't meditate, you can do this. So I will link to that in the show notes and abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 135 and you can get the loving kindness meditation and listen to that every day. That will absolutely help no matter what else and with the working on yourself. And so tip number two is you got to work then on the loneliness. So you have to work on real connections, real ones, and you need to take active steps 
to reduce your loneliness. And this is not just for people who are single, who don't have a partner. You can feel very lonely in a crowd. I, I've worked with plenty of people who have multiple kids and a partner and all that, and they feel lonely as hell. So this is not about just people who are single. Uh, anybody can feel lonely in anything. And th so you have to work on creating real connections in real time with other people. And you've really got to figure that out. How can you reach out? Volunteer somewhere. Uh, you know, go to church, temple, or mosque, or whatever your thing is more. Uh, you know, put yourself into situations. If you like photography, take a photography class, meet people who have a like interest. Um, you know, there's ways to do this, especially with the pandemic opening up. And as I keep saying, it's not physical, it's not social distancing, it's physical distancing. So really look at ways that you can be social um, as much as you can. So just how can you meet people? How can you reach out and create, again, real connections? And, you know, you want to start with, obviously, if you don't know someone, you have to start somewhere and then build from that. But uh, you can absolutely do it. Tip number three is you need to work on being mindful. Oh, you're so happy. We're so sick of you talking about mindfulness. <laughs> Too bad. <clears throat> so <laughs> it because think about it, when you're focusing on being mindful, you're focusing in the moment on what's happening right now in your life, not anywhere else, not past, future, present, whatever, just present, I mean. So so it's not what's happening out there, it's what's happening in here. And being present in your moment and appreciative of what you're experiencing, really having that moment to really appreciate it is gonna, it's so gonna change the game in ways you can't even imagine. And these all sort of play together. You know, so if I'm, you know, the other night I was on the couch, me and McCartney were watching like America's Next Top Model and, <coughs> excuse me, and we were just hanging out and we were eating toffee phase. I love those. And just like doing a girl thing on the couch. And I was in that moment thinking how much I was so appreciative that she, she's going to be 15 in May, uh, that she still digs hanging out with me, that we get along super well. We really, we're very similar, yet we really get along well. It's, I don't know, thank you, God, or whoever is allowing that to happen. But because I'm mindful, I was actually in that moment appreciating it. I was right there thinking of how great it was. I wasn't thinking about all the other moms who take these trips with their daughters or do all this fancy stuff with them. I wasn't thinking about how, you know, what other dads do, what other people do with their kids. I, I wasn't thinking about anything. I was just there in the moment with her, really appreciating that moment that we had and not taking it for granted. It So that's a real connection. Now I'm having a real connection. I am... Uh, allowed myself to feel, you know, kind of good about myself. Obviously, you know, this is her and me in relationship and I'm part of that. So something I'm doing is good and right that this is still happening at this age. And uh, it might all end tomorrow. I know, but right now I'm really appreciating it. And really, again, being mindful and in the moment. So, and, you know, if you have trouble, let me say this, if you have uh, trouble with this is, I find that a, a good way to kind of weed out <laughs> any experiences that won't give you that good feeling, you know, that won't bring you to that place where you can really appreciate is 
sometimes I'll take a moment, I'll ask myself, what will I really get out of this before I commit to something? So, because again, remember that over committing and all, or, or not committing at all. I really think as someone's asking me to do something uh, or making a request, or if I'm just thinking I want to do something, I stop and ask myself that question. And it really, really helps me realize when my ego wants me to do something and that's not a real connection. That's my low self-esteem or, you know, uh, that at work, if it, or am I feeling lonely and I'm looking to connect in a fearful way? You know, it really helps. What will I really get out of this? And to stop, to pause, and to really think for a moment, I'm telling you, is a game changer. So, uh, but work on being mindful. I have a ton of stuff on this. I will link in the show notes. I have so much on mindfulness. I have videos on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, again, what are you waiting for? Uh, I have videos there. I've got podcasts. I have blog posts. I mean, there's so much I have on this. So please, please, please um, get the to one of my things and listen. Okay. Uh, and then the fourth one is limiting limit social media. It, Really, and really limit social media. It's what they call private social media. The research looks at. So there's social media um, that the private is considered um, link, uh, sorry, Facebook and Instagram here in the United States. There's other, um, there's other platforms in other countries, obviously, versus uh, Twitter, Pinterest, things like that. People who spend more time on the face, the the private ones, they call them, like where you're kind of personally interacting on a different level. There's, uh, the studies show longer times on those increase loneliness and depression and anxiety. So if you feel like you have to do something, maybe start a Pinterest account or do, do something different with that times. Um, so again, limiting, the research shows that limiting social media to no more than 30 minutes a day it will show a significant improvement in well-being. So, you know, and not having so much FOMO. And I would say to you, if you have a lot of it, that it's time to really step off those platforms for a while, do a little detox, just uh, delete them from your phone, delete the apps, even delete your accounts. I've had clients literally delete their accounts and start all over. Even the fact that you're so attached to your account should say something to you, unless you're like a business owner or something um, and need need whatever. But if you're really attached to it, there's something else there because, you know, we real we need those real life in person as much as possible uh, connections. Um, you know, if you get if you get sick and you need someone to come bring you soup, I I don't think anyone on Instagram is going to do it. But your neighbor would, you know, someone from from your church or synagogue would, someone, for, right? You know, you're maybe a colleague you got close to would, they're, you, you know, these are the people who will bring you things. So you got to gotta think about that a little bit as you're doing this. All right. So that's it for today. Yay. Thank you for hanging out and listening all about FOMO. Don't forget to come on over to the website, abbymetcalf.com forward slash podcast to download your loving kindness meditation and start doing that really as soon as possible. I love you. I love spending time with you. I appreciate this so much. I'm feeling it right now and it just feels really good to be here with you. Thank you for listening. Please remember to keep writing in and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two 
two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. You still hanging out? Are you here with me? If you're still listening, I would really appreciate it because it means you love me because you, <laughs> you did not give up. <laughs> if I'd really appreciate it, if you would leave a review for the podcast, I just, I have so many listeners and yet we're not getting many reviews overall. I'm, you know, and if, if you were list, if everyone is listening right now, left a review, I'd have thousands. So please, please go and anywhere you can leave a review. I know Spotify, I think doesn't always have them, but uh, iTunes always does. And just take the time and uh, it really helps get the word out. You know, I'm trying to create world peace here. I, I got to get the word out more and more and more. Um, and please remember to share the podcast with people. And yeah, and remember that I love you. <laughs> that I'm here. <laughs> if you uh, have a need, have something you want talked about, I would love to hear about it. Uh, again, I've been really struggling with the pandemic lately um, and just feeling scattered and not as together as I usually feel. And I know that you're likely feeling it too. So I'm here. We're, we're a community too. And uh, I love you. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.